Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring knowledge, nonsense, and reasoning. Welcome back to Knowledge, Nonsense, and Reasoning, a podcast brought to you by Something Divine and Slam Radio. Something is a word that can mean anything. When we don't have a name for an object or a suggestion on how to spend your day, you call it something. Whatever meaning you want to give it, it is now something. To be divine is to be great. Almost unbelievable. We all strive for that greatness in our lives. It can be in sports, family, your career, anything. We all want to be divine in our own way. Something Divine is an entertainment company of innovators with the urge to create. From actors to writers, videographers and producers, we form strength in numbers. Dreams are just dreams until you add something divine and on a t-shirt. <laughs> with today's episode, we talk about the parent company to the k podcast, Something Divine. How it started up and where we see it going in the future. Also, we have two, not one, not three, but... Two. two special guests joining us. We got Brandon Baez, up and coming actor, model, philosopher, great friend, best friend. Don't yell at me. Dan Delaney Laraquent, actress, writer, singer, dancer, and marketing consultant. Yeah, man. So we're really excited for the show, and we cannot let's let these guys in. You ready? I'm ready. Who let the dogs out? Who, who, who? KNR podcast. That's who. Who? Don't sue us, please. All right, guys, let's welcome to the show, drum roll, please, coming at you, coming at you live here, and we are good to go! <laughs> Jesus, look at these beautiful people, bro, God. Hey, guys, me, welcome. Me, beautiful? Okay, sweet now. You too, Raul, you're pretty, you're pretty good looking yourself. I go more for gruff. So welcome to KNR Podcast, guys. My name is Jonathan. This is Raul. And today we have Brandon and Eleni. Hi. What Hi. is up? Nothing. Doing a podcast. Having you guys on. That, that's the plan, right? That's what that's we're doing. So what's up, guys? It, quarantine. How's it going for you? Man, I can't complain. You know, yeah, with, at least with I, I, I'm still working. I just finished school. I'm trying to get my life together one piece at a time. But, you know, I can't complain. I really can't. At least there's something there. <laughs> something divine. Something divine. I mean, something divine, right? That's the reason something that we're here. Divine. Exactly. Something divine. Exactly. What's up with you, Lenny? What how's this quarantine treating you? Um, I guess I can't complain either. I feel like a lot of people are struggling right now, and I'm really lucky to um, be doing pretty well. I'm working as well. Um, and just working on me too, and trying to take advantage of the extra time that I have too. Which is super important guys. Very, 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 very important to be working on yourselves, to be growing, you know, to having your own personal growth through being by yourself sometimes, you know, just, you know, take it a little time and, and, you know, and what better time than now if you're stuck at home anyway, everybody, everybody's on house arrest, right? Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> straight up guys so today we're all gathered here because we're all pretty uh we're all pretty cool you know we're all fun guys to say the least you know we're not your average uh your little your your forks and knives or spoons we're sporks to say the least you know spoons are nice sometimes spoons are nice i'm not gonna lie um so uh brandon let's uh give me a little backstory man we're all here for for a singular reason we're all involved in the film industry some of us are actors some of us are writers some of us are directors some of us are uh Fun guys. So, Brandon, tell me something about yourself. Man, I am I am so excited 
to uh to throw myself out there like i just i just got you know i just got my headshots taken i'm applying for talent agencies i'm just i am stoked okay just that whole industry inspires me you know to be it's just something i just want to do it i just want to get out there that's what i want to do with my life you know uh you know a little backstory about me I've always, even from like a young age, I've always wanted to, you know, perform, be outlandish, be out there. You know, I wanted to entertain people, make people laugh, you know, make them feel the emotions, you know, and it's just, been, I don't know, it's something I never grew out of. I started, I, when I started college, I was like, okay, maybe, you know, maybe I'll start, look at something else, but always in the back of my head, I was like, no, I, I belong on a stage behind a camera. I belong there. That's where I belong. And and it never left sense. And now I'm finally, I grew the courage. I grew the strength. I said, you know what? This is something that I'm pursuing and I'm going to start trying to pursue full time. And, you know, my journey is only beginning, but it's all up from here. It's all uphill from here. That's, that's right. Up. <laughs> and that's called anti-gravity or raising the roof. Which hop, one you prefer? Hop. Anti-gravity. Of course, anti, for sure. Come yeah, anti gravity. <laughs> I'm making it a thing. Look, hey guys, if anybody wants to get us those t-shirts made, let us know. Yeah. Very well said, Brandon. I love that. Um, so now let's move on over to Eleni. Go talk. Talk to me, girl. Um, I'm. I actually just got new a new set of headshots recently too. So when you said that, I was like, oh, I know the feeling. Um, it feels go. really good to have updated uh headshots and just like have you know have that to be ready to go out there sent um self tapes and things like that i'm just i'm ready to go to i'm ready to i took two years i tried to take two years off it wasn't completely off because i did work on some acting stuff um because i just couldn't not do something to so i tried to take two years off to finish school recently and i just graduated right before coronavirus started I just graduated and I decided that I was just going to graduate and then go full on on the acting stuff because I realized that's there's nothing else that fulfills me in in the way that acting does um and even though coronavirus happened and it kind of stopped some of my projects that I was working on um you know uh, now it's like it's time to get back I'm just like I said before I've been working on on me and on, on the craft protecting the work and now I'm ready to to just like keep going and auditioning, even though it's it sucks to audition. But you know, just oh doing God, it, I just getting it. out there and doing it. I hate auditioning so much, but you gotta do it. <laughs> you gotta do it. When you audition, yeah. what's the part that intimidates you the most? Oh my God, everything about the audition process sucks. Like it just sucks, and a lot of people don't talk about it in the business. I I think, but it sucks. It's just the it's like the nerves. It's the it's the putting yourself out there. It's like the fact that you know that you could give it more, but there's so many things that are like stopping you from giving it your all just because it's nerve wracking. And it's like, there's so much that you could show them, but you only have like this tiny bit of time to show them like this one piece that you can choosing the addition piece is also a, an annoying process. Um, having other people have your same audition piece sucks sometimes too. And it's just a lot. It's a lot, but. Yeah. Do you do you think though that once like you once you get past that and you get a, and you land the gig, do you think that that nerve wracking feeling helps you out once you get past that, like to be a lot more comfortable, like at ease almost? Um, I mean, yeah, because you notice the big difference once you get the job. It's like a big sigh. You're just like, oh, okay, I'm here. 
the work is mine. I got the job and I got it for a reason. And so then you just feel, you know, everything else. It's, it's, it's just fun after that, you know? Yeah. That's the, that's the, for sure. I would think that that's the hardest part. Yeah, absolutely. And both of you, what are some tips that you would give to people that are nervous about auditioning that maybe you use yourself so far? Let's start with you, Brandon. Oh my God. Just like Eleni said, it's like, I, gosh, I can't even think of something more nerve wracking than going out there for an audition and preparing for that audition. And, you know, seeing what they're gonna, they want and, and just asking, you know, it's like you go out there, you got to prepare, right? You got to, you got to get, you got to get your piece together. You got to get, um, you got to get in the right mindset, you know, depending on what you're auditioning for. If it's a commercial, if it's a student film, if it's a television show, you know what I mean? Uh, some advice that I would give, I would have to say, you know, be yourself out of everything because your attitude takes you a long way in the business you know being humble being respectful you know knowing who you are knowing your role in the industry that that can take you a long way to making connections in the industry you know you might let's say you know you go in there for for an audition you might not get the part but if they like you you know they're gonna call you back you know and that's just something, oh my God. I, when Lily said it makes me so nervous to go auditions, I was like, that's my life. That is my life, literally. Because I'm like, oh, every time I go for an audition, I'm like, eh, I got this. Or maybe I don't. No, I got it. I got it. <laughs> it breaks down even the most confident, bro. Even in the most confident. And it doesn't have to be for something that big either. It could happen at any moment of the day that, that you doubt yourself like that. So to put yourself out there to audition, I can imagine that it, that it magnifies that to intense levels. And with that being said, what are some tips that you would uh, give out there, Lenny? Um, I love what Brandon said about the uh, the being like nice and kind because it's true. A lot of the people, you know, it's about whether they want to work with you or not. Um, and and that you know the way that you are with them, the way that you treat everybody in the room, whether it's even like just your piano player if it's like for a musical or something the way that you treat them you know they could put in a good word for you too just because they're like hey like I get a really good vibe from this person so that's I think that's so important like the way that you are if you're nice if you're the energy that you give them but most importantly I feel is it's knowing your shit I mean knowing your (laughs) knowing your stuff um if you memorize what you need to memorize if you know what you need to say if you have it in your mind down packed, then you, you know, you it's all here, you know, they can really see you, they memorize this, they, they can just focus on you acting it out. It's not you like looking around or you pausing to which happens, uh, you pausing to try to find the words, but if you really, really have it down packed, if you have your stuff memorized, that's what you should be focusing on, just knowing your stuff and, and getting it down packed in your mind. So you can just focus on showing who you are because how Brandon said, we're all different. We all bring something different to the table. So just show yourself, show what you can bring to them because you only have that. So, yeah. Amen, sister. Amen. Amen. Nice. Yeah. No, uh, and talking about bringing a lot of things to the table, we know that you personally take on quite a few different roles in some of the productions that you've been a part of. So uh, out of all the different roles, which one is, which one has been your favorite being an actor, director, writing, um, I, I love doing all of it just because I just have such a 
passion for everything that has to do with the arts, um, whether it's singing, dancing, um, acting, directing, being part of the crew in any way. I've even done lighting for some shows and sounds. I love being up there in the booth because it's so much fun, you know, to be there up with the crew, just like handling the lights and stuff. I, I love doing everything that has to do with theater. But my number one love will forever be acting. It's just, like I've mentioned before, it just feels me, it fulfills me in a way that nothing else I've ever done has. And and after that, I, I'd say directing because I feel like I just have like a thing for it. Like I love leading a project in a way that, like I have a vision and I just want to execute it in a way. I love, I love doing that too. But acting is my number one. Nice. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. What about you, Brandon? Um, for me, out of, out of that whole spectrum, out, out of the whole, you know, oh, artistic well, spectrum. Yeah, just what do you like? What, what is your artistic preference, I guess, for lack of a better term? Um, you know, I would, also, I would also have to say acting only because, you know, there's something that's a part of me, right? That I feel like, you know, that I have it inside, I have it, you know, there's, put it this way, there's this one thing that I heard from, from Meryl Streep when she was in the actor studio doing the interview, right? And she goes, you know, every actor, you know, you might not think that you're suitable for a role, but inside in, in every human, everybody owns a little piece of that character, no matter what you've been through, no matter who you are. So, you know, when she said that, I was like, man, that's why I want to be an actor. Cause I feel like, you know, it's like when you get to play other roles and experience different things, especially, you know, out of somebody's vision, out of a director's vision, you know, it's rewarding almost in my eyes. Um, behind that, the writing process, writing a script, writing a screenplay. I mean, imagine writing a whole story and seeing that come to life. You know what I mean? And it's, it's from your brain. It's from your own brain. It's like, wow. You know, the, yeah. director, the director can definitely say, oh, yeah, let's do this and suggest this and suggest that. But at the end of the day, that's your child. You know what I mean? That's your baby. And you're watching it before your very eyes. And I find it so to go to what Brandon's saying, because, yeah, I, I agree. Like, I picked up acting first. And within this quarantine time, I've really drawn towards directing and screenwriting. And I've been doing a lot of studying and, and working on my own couple of things. You know, we got a couple of things in the works over here. But what fascinates me is when you have like a writer, right? And then you have that writer that has his brain, his idea coinciding with probably like maybe like, what five, six, seven other writers, right? All working on the same, on the same piece. And then all those ideas get manifested and then it goes through like producers and directors and like all these other, like you're talking about a pool of people that are trying to make the same vision come together. And that's, what's like, like blows my mind. A couple of days ago, we had, we had a couple of people um, try to, we were trying to create a psychological thriller. So everybody had just throwing out ideas. You, like you're talking, we're talking about like, I had my vision. We have vampires. And then, yeah, we're, we're talking about vampires. Trafficking. Ooh. Oh my God. Like, there so you go. 
so oh, many man. different ideas. And we were here for like two hours. We had to take a break. We went outside. We we're like, everybody take a breather. Oh, breathe, breathe. We went back inside <laughs> and we pulled it. We crushed it. And we're working, we're working really hard on this. But just and it's really coming together. It's coming, yeah. And but just just like like getting everybody to like be on the same page. And then finally, like so, and granted that some people have to just be okay with it. Their idea might not have been taken. So, you know, to, to lead going forward onto what they're going to do. But that doesn't in, in this industry, that doesn't like knock you down. Like, that's like, oh, OK, I'll just, you know, maybe next time. And then you go and then you have another opportunity to get your two cents in there. And and that's that's the best part, bro. And I'm all about teamwork. Me and Raul, for sure, are all about teamwork. Over for here. sure. And, and, and probably one of the best things to come out of that was we we realize ways that, hey, even if your idea is not the main idea, we can still try to implement it in some type of way. You don't have to just store it in the trash. Bin yeah, because yeah the life works in different ways and different events happen that connect to each other whether they mean to directly or not and i think that that's what film really is it's you're literally taking a picture of an event happening in time so why can't a film have different variations of it and you see it work it's called it's called genre bending just in case oh yeah no and it's not an avatar move. So, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? So it was great to actually be part of that process. I, I'm a lot newer to, to this type of field as th- than, than you guys. You guys have been doing it for years, longer. I just got into this. It's something I've always liked. I love filmed. I, uh, I have loved film my whole life. But I never really pursued it. I found it intimidating. I've never heard you talk about film. What do you mean you loved film? Who was that? Was that before me? or? <laughs> I have a past before you, partner. Oh, my God. I knew it. You don't even know her. <laughs> but, yeah. So, so to be part of a process to actually make something like that has been really interesting to, to see that, you know, you maneuver, you figure it out. And if your idea doesn't fit, you got you to gotta take it. You got to take that out also and understand that maybe down the line we could figure it out. Yeah, for sure. I just or think, ideas could, like, on, no, I just think like from what Raul said, you know, being a part of the team and what you said too, um, Jay, is that, you know, being a part of something, can you imagine like, you know, like a TV pilot, right? Or a, or a movie pilot, you know, you're being a part of something from beginning to end. And, you know, it's just, I, I know Eleni knows exactly what I'm talking about when you're part of a production from beginning to end. And it's like, that's, there's no other feeling like yeah. that. Yeah, when you finally see that end result of all the work that you've been doing leading up to, you know, whether it's months or or weeks or whatever, how long it takes the pro like the project to do. Once you see that end result of you know being part of it, its inception, it's like it feels <sighs> so good. But you're also really tired, right? I, I, I get really tired. I take like a full like 20, <laughs> 24 hours of just like no one call me. No one talk to me about anything. But don't get me wrong. It's like 24 hours and then boom, you're right back into it. Okay, so what's next? But for me, it's like right after like after we did the Halloween event, like I literally was like, I don't, I don't even want to see a movie. I don't want to. I'm super good off anything that has to do with Halloween for the next like. What Halloween event are you talking about? Oh, let me go. Ask um, the audience. Oh, so. um. I was I was um, hired to become an actor through my good friend Steven that we had on our show a couple of weeks back. Shout out to him. That was episode four. Just in case you missed it, you should go watch it. It's a great episode. Um, Where is my mind was the name of that episode. Awesome stuff. So he he hit me up one day. He goes, hey, um, have you ever thought about acting? And, I, and it's funny because I was working as a server and I'm like, I'm already doing it. <laughs> huh? 
So he's like, hey, I got this gig and we're looking for this part. And I think that you'd fit it perfectly. So then I'm like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And we went out and we um, and this, that's where I met Eleni. She was um, she was a writer. She was a director for it. I mean, you could take leave from here. Eleni. Um, yeah, I was um, I was I, ha- I got to hire a bunch of actors within those actors. I got to hire you and Steven, which is really fun. And I got to work with some people that I, I used to do theater with because um, I, I contact them also and that was really cool because I got to reconnect with them and and just like hire them to be to play these characters that I created um, I got to write a script also and it was it was like a Halloween event um, where it was like a an interactive experience so we cr- we created these characters each character had a storyline a backstory for some sort of scavenger hunt and just to be part of the event and you know, immerse everyone in these in this like interactive experience where they get to talk to them and ask them questions and and they were just, you know, walking around being part of it and um and just follow along in the scavenger hunt. And it was really cool to be a part of that and, and direct it. I I was gonna play one of the characters just because I love acting so much, but I decided to just take, you know, stay because it was a lot of work. I, I did get a little tired doing some stuff because before the actual event before you guys before I brought you the actors along we had been working on the script on the characters on the concept on the venue on the everything forever on getting you guys a fitting room or whatever space you guys could to do that it was just a lot of stuff and I was just like you know what this is enough and it was so much fun for me it was it was really really cool I got to meet you I got to you know work with you guys and it was so much fun and I, I was, loved it. I want to do it again it was off. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, COVID could just uh, disappear, and um, <laughs> that'll be huge. That'll be huge, right? And we could go back to doing what we love. You know, that was such a fun event. That was one of my first acting events for sure. And let alone that, it wasn't just acting. There were times where it was full on improv. Like, couldn't break character, and my character was based off of like like early nineteen hundreds. You know, like old school dude. And I have these people showing me their phones and stuff. Like, where is this? And I'm like, what are you showing me, dude? I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I'm not from this era, bro. Like, I'm looking at that. and I'm like, ooh, look, lights. Whoa. Like, and people get mad. They're like, for real, bro, you've never seen a phone. And I'm looking at them like, are you for real, bro? <laughs> like, I'm here trying not to break characters, sweating for you. <laughs> it's called acting, Throw me sir. A, chip me a coin, which I... I like that it has a lot of creative freedom for you guys to do just that and improvise. We kind of just gave you the backstory and the concept and the idea of it and then we were just like yeah you let us roll which steven did so well too oh my god my my best friend so what was really funny about that is when steven when we got there the first day and we were going over our script me and steven come to find out that my character kills his character in in this in the in the show you know what i'm saying so and we're looking and we're looking at each other and we're reading it at the same time and it was so funny because he was sitting across from me so imagine we're both reading it and we both look up at the same time and we're like no (laughs) and he looks at me he goes i knew it i always knew that in our friendship you would be the one to kill me and i'm like dude i didn't even mean to he goes you threw me in the what do you mean you chopped me up dude like you. so so you're steven spy bro yeah for sure dude oh it was so such a good funny sign. about that about that specific killing thing of you and him i actually wrote that after 
after I met you and after yeah. I found out that you guys were really good friends, it was like a last minute switch. And I was like, this is perfect. They're friends. It's going to be funny. Let's just do it. And the universe works in, in crazy ways as, as we've all come to find out through our, our endeavors in life. But specifically yeah. with that one, the fact that I killed him. And then also just another little fun fact for you guys. I was, I was working as a server, but I was also a cook at Dave and Buster's. So I like when I went in and I'm like, okay, so what's my role? And it said chef. I was like, no, I already got the co- I already got the costume, guys. Don't worry about it. I already got it. It's okay. <laughs> like, what are the odds? What are the odds that what I do in real life ended up ended up being like the role that I get to play in this art? Like, and this then show. Jonathan got cooking on both that role <laughs> and the food. It was great. It came so naturally to me. It, he it got was- cooking. It and was so dope. delicious. And Stephen killed it. Shout out to him again, man. He inspired me so much, even to like what we're doing now. Like for me, at least what I saw when, when we first did the little promo shoots for him and what he brought to the table, him being the first one, this guy destroyed it, bro. He killed it. He, he scared the me bar up here so yeah. high. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, like I, once again, I've never been a part of something like that. And I'm looking at him do this. And I'm like, oh, I got to really like, I literally walked away. I saw half of it. I walked away and I'm like, no. Nah. <laughs> No, 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 no. I was just going to come in and say a couple of things. Now I really got to like, like I was looking at myself in the mirror like, ah, fucking, you know? I was so happy to make him go first because I knew that, you know, I knew that Steven has talent because I actually used to act with him. I think I've told you, Jonathan, yeah. that before. And I was like, okay, he needs to go first. I want to see what he can do with this. And as soon as he started acting, I went to get Matt, which is the, the guy running everything, the guy that, He's the guy behind Secret Garden, which is the company that hired me to be the actor manager and to do that side of their event. I, I called him and I was like, come here. Like, I want to show you what we're working on because I was so proud of him. And then after that, everybody was just up there with Steven, just like hitting it on the nail. It was perfect. I loved it. It was awesome. Matt, if you're listening right now, bro, we want you on the show too. Our people will call your people. For sure. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Secret Garden. Yes. You guys could call yes. us too. There's no shame in that. Uh, so what were some films that you watched to be inspired for the setup that you were aiming for? Did you use any films as an inspiration? Um, yeah, actually we, um, we watch and we watch some clips and we definitely got some inspo, not mainly for, because we had characters roaming around, which is what Jonathan was doing. Um, but we also had, um, like scary houses. We built three. One of them was inspired by the exorcist. One of them was inspired by, um, um, I forget the name, the one with the axe. You know how we had the house with the axe guy? and Yeah, the, ch- the chainsaw. The, Texas Chainsaw the Texas Massacre. Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Well, and then the middle one, that middle one was super cool. I like that one a lot. That was like the outside rainforest, like na- Mother Nature takes over. Oh, man, that was so dope. And, and yeah, yeah, I was about to say, Brandon. Um, out of me you went I didn't oh my know god brandon was dude there. i yeah, went I was yes i was I, I to ask from an audience standpoint what did you think about the whole uh, the whole show the art installation are, are you kidding eleni i didn't know that that was you that did that i was like yes. that was amazing i'm so glad you the script like people would walk out and i would be like you know because nobody knew that i was part of it because i was right. i was just like with like a you know with a black shirt and the secret garden thing i wasn't like an actor and i would go up to people that i didn't know and be like hey what did you think of the show because <laughs> i wanted to know what they got <laughs> but tell me you tell me now what did you think talk to me please tell me. oh my god are you kidding that was that was awesome i've never been a, i've never been a part of something like that it was like a scavenger hunt haunted house mixed with 
you know, oh my God, that was so cool. I, I remember seeing, you know, Jonathan and Steven and I was like, what? And then they were in character. Like every, everybody was running around. Oh my God. Are you kidding? I went, I went with my brother and his ex-girlfriend. Right. And we were, I, we were running around. Literally. We were so invested <laughs> into it. We had to we were like, no, we have to get that. We have to get this before we have to get this. And then we have to meet this person. We were running, going inside each house and, Man, that, that one that, that, that Jay said, the, the, the rainforest house, mm-hmm. that scared the living hell out of me. I was like, I was screaming and screaming. It was so funny. We didn't, we didn't think that it would be so scary. We thought it was just going to be like, <clears throat> okay, we're going to have the Texas Chainsaw one, and then we're going to have the, um, the Exorcist theme one, and then in the middle, we're just going to put this one just because, you know, it might be cool. People might walk in and get a little scared, but a lot of people ended up telling me that it was one like it was the scariest one or it was like it it ended up being a lot better than I thought it would and I was just you know it was kind of like a filler house but a lot of people ended up liking it I was so happy let me tell you the story about one of those houses that I went in it was the it was the the one with the the big guy with the with the axe or the chainsaw right oh my god so they put some guy sitting in the in the an audience member sitting in like the middle right Mm -hmm. and you know the guy's talking to him whatever and as soon as the guy comes out as soon as that big guy comes out with the weapon right he starts swinging you see this audience member he goes and he falls back on the chair and he's crawling back screaming i was like (laughs) i love hearing stories like that i love that i wanted people to be like involved and be in it and scared that's why i got on one of the houses to like the the exorcist one to read like the exorcist um readings with the guy because i wanted people to like really really be in it so to hear that you know people were falling off the chairs and scared let me just say that if that person's listening that fell off the chair um dude i feel for you because i something something similar happened to me granted that i already knew it, it was coming but dude this guy's like six three the guy that was playing the, the, yeah. the chainsaw guy was a big dude very nice goes, you know what his name is big mike that's big, his actual name we, oh, we all call him big mike the guy was huge bro and he just kicked in bah, everything loud dude like i knew it was coming and i still got scared i still like whoa I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm definitely happy that I was not a part of this. I don't know. <laughs> I'm super good off of that. It sounds, like, it sounds like you guys had a ball. It was great. Keep it. Keep your ball. I don't want to play this game. <laughs> this was in Wynwood, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was Wynwood. That was what was the name fun. of the venue? It was, oh, at, oh. it was at the Wynwood factory. There we go. Lit. Yeah, tur- tur- no, it sounds, like, it, it sounds like you guys had a great time making this happen. So now, talking about projects, what are, what are some projects that you had coming up that might have been postponed due to COVID? Um, well, I, I had, I was casted to, in a musical, uh, In the Heights, which I love. It's actually oh, my favorite musical ever. And it was going to show at the Adriana Arch Center, actually this month, it was going to show. And um, it got postponed. It didn't get canceled, but it got postponed. And I was also working on a short film that also got postponed, but it's coming up soon the the musical got pushed to 2021 but the short film is we're gonna start shooting soon so what about you brandon i'm uh i haven't really had any projects upcoming recently because um you know i told i'm i'm taking it step by step almost i i mean i just graduated 
with my degree and stuff. So now I'm all, I'm putting all my energy into this. I got my, you know, I got my headshots taken. I just sent nice. like to almost every talent agency in Miami. I sent it out like my application and stuff. So I'm trying to, you know, take it step by step, but um, that's, I haven't really come across anything, but Eleni, how do you get, like, how do you get work? Like as, like as a fellow actor, you know, inspire me. Okay. Uh. First of all, we need to exchange information after this. So I think I have your number. I have an audition, okay. Well, now yeah. that I have your number, that's true. Every time I have an audition or I see a project, I'll send it your way too. Oh um, yes. But uh, there's my favorite place ever to find work, which I'm sure you know. Backstage. <gasps> you go there. You're on there. Yes. I, oh my god. Okay. That's yeah, where most yeah, of the yeah. jobs are. So you you kind of just have to be. It's so worth it. Um, there's also this Facebook group for. Uh, for where all the, it's, it's usually smaller projects, but it's where all the local Miami um, or close to Miami directors um, mm. post their work or any casting. That's where I posted actually the work for Secret Garden too. Um, oh, cool. And it's a Facebook group. So you can join that Facebook group too. All of my actor friends that are, live in Miami right now are in it because that's a great place to find like legitimate work that's just here instead of like nationwide, like backstage usually does. Um, it's also the people you know, which I hate, but that's a lot of how the interest, the industry is. It's just like yeah. people that you know, if you know a friend that's working on a project, if like they're working on a project, they tell you about it, which is why I wanted to exchange information because I feel like that's how, you know, a lot of the, you hear, you know, about a lot of work. You are the bomb.com. The bomb. You are. <laughs> you are. Girl. Um, we had a musician on last week the ivories and that he kind of explained that same process to us in new york well but in music the same thing he went out to all these concerts even by himself to all these shows and then he just made his presence known through through you know repetition hi how are you etc and if you don't know what he's talking about then you should go listen to that episode because that episode is great diego is such a fabulous human being i love him to pieces we love him over here and his music is awesome such a crazy story for him Go check it out. Awesome stuff. Back to you, Diego. Oh, Raul. Sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so anyways, he just talked about that repetition, that repetition. You got to go out. You got to put yourself out there. And especially that, you're taking the first steps, Brandon, with your headshot and all that. So good for you. I definitely hope that you pursue that. And I guess that's the whole point of something divine that we're working on here. So that way, if you do want to make a project or you're trying to find a project, we can make that happen and work on it together as a community because that's the whole goal here right i mean this is a perfect example of what what i envisioned what we envisioned when we started um this little company called something divine it was basically to have guys like yourselves come in and make those connections like a facebook group but you know something a little bit more exclusive you know like a little like like a little club amongst us something not too broad something more intimate something more personal something more raw you know, so just the like how you guys are talking about, oh, we got to exchange numbers, this and that. I might have some work. This, that's exactly what I envision, let alone that down the line, I want to be one of those directors that could be like, hey, guys, I got this going. You, let's do this. And then other directors being there like, oh, OK, and I got this going. And then, you know, just like a little family growing and growing and growing from there. So that's a little I mean, it's 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 exactly what we uh, want to do with it. But enough about that. Let's talk about you guys. So I want to know. Have you guys always envisioned yourself drawn to the world of the arts, acting, pretending to be someone you're not at a young age, or was this something that manifested at a later age? I'll start with you, um, Brandon. Oh, my God. Playing pretend? I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. 
it's playing pretend is just it's just another world it's totally different i mean i i was gonna say something but i don't know if i should keep it on the record or off the record but anyway um i mean nah you know what i'll say it. i i mean say, i had, say, I, say, I, had I had to be i had to pretend to be straight until i was 16 years old you know what i'm saying like it's just something that's always been something that's always been <laughs> Um, but no, but really like, you know, even from when I was, you know, when you're a little kid and you're playing outside and, you know, you're playing with your friends and, you know, you, you build the, the fort, you know, you have the sticks and the rocks and, you know, you just gotta, you know, act out situations and, you know, it's something that's always been a part of my life, you know, ever since, God, forever. <laughs> um, but I, I've always been so inspired, but, you know, I'm, it's, you know. I finally have, you know, come to terms with the fact that, hey, you know, this is, you know, like I said before, is something that I'm doing. Yes. You know? Yes. And our childhood was full of imagination. So I, I don't want to yeah. say too much, but because I want to, I want to hear Lenny's answer. But our childhood was definitely full of pretending and fake wrestling and oh, standing yes. on the rooftop, all that oh, crazy stuff. Oh, there so, you go. There you go. <laughs> so, so yeah. So I, I, I hear you. I hear you, brother. So. Eleni, go. The floor is yours. Um, I I've always I've always been drawn to acting. Mainly when I was little, what I really started doing was uh, dancing. I've been dancing since I was really really young, and even back then, um, I I used to be in a studio in Dominican Republic where I lived all of my childhood, and in that in that studio, uh, the people that were the teachers and the owners and the leaders were this couple, this woman and this man who I used to see them as my parents. I still do. I obviously I, I left the studio a long time ago, but I still know them to this day because they were like my parents and they saw me as their daughter in a way back then. And so they always casted me as like the lead character of every show that we did, which I love yeah. because it meant that I got to do some acting more than dancing. And I love dancing. I always have, but acting was like, those little moments that I got to act or react to something were great. Like for one of the plays that we did that we would do every Christmas, I had to be on stage the whole time. And sometimes I would dance and that was really fun for me, of course, because that's what I did. But most of, most of the things that I had to do was that character was like react to the dancers doing dances for me. Cause it was like dream sequences or them bringing me stuff or presents for, you know, Christmas, whatever the play was, I had to react to stuff and act. And I couldn't talk, but just the fact that I got to like act and react here was like, that was, I knew since I was little, I was just like, okay, this is what I love. This is what I need to do. So, and yeah. do you feel that playing all those different characters helped strengthen your love of acting and, and the way that you view it? Uh, yeah, definitely. I, I definitely think so. Every single character that I've played in the past is just like, I get to, I get to how Brandon was saying that Meryl Streep said, you know, um, how she said, uh, what you said was like, that she said that all the characters we played are just like different versions of ourselves. Um, right, and I agree little with, parts of us. Yeah, exactly. Different little parts of us. So it's good to see where that character can take me as a person. And how far I can go. And so I, you know, I get to see that and experience that. And I take a little bit of that for me and it's fun. I like it. And with that being said, how does that affect the perception of, of between you and 
the character, basically yourself and the character and, and the different views that you might have with your character and how you personally perceive them? Um, it depends on the character, I'd say, but I, it's like I said before, it's like fun to get to see how, where the character can take me, how far I can go, um, what that character might bring out of me. Um, and, and especially that, which is mainly why I like love theater and doing plays and doing things live because every day or every presentation you get to, you know, do something new with that character, with the same character. And so, you know, it depends on the night or, you know, your own emotions, what you feel and what you bring onto that character that day, you see where that goes. And it's just, it's crazy because sometimes you, you do things one day that you're like, I never, I never thought that that character would take me there. I would do that with that character, but you know, then you get to learn something for yourself that you get to take forever and something you get to learn something about acting and it's fun it's cool by the way brandon i i love your headphones they're totes fab if you will these old you know, things uh, <laughs> hey i'm super jealous they're super sauce um and what about you brandon how do how does the perception of a character change against the perception of yourself through that character the perception of a character, um, it starts honestly with the uh, with the reading process. You know, like when uh, when the when the whole uh, production process begins and you have like a script reading or you first receive the script. You know, you have to you go through it and you know you got to figure out what the situation is, who the character is, what type of feelings the character's feeling, or what type of situation the character's going through, and then you have to ask yourself, you know how could this apply to me? You know, how could I see myself in this situation in order to bring out that certain part of my personality? Or even, you know, if you've experienced it in the past, you know, you can say, hey, this is something that's familiar. You know, it's something that's familiar. It's something that's, you know, that's actually easy to get a hold of. So then you can, so then you can perceive that character in the future and it could be, it's like in a much easier light. It's like, it's so much easier to say, you know, I'm ready to take this on. I'm ready to take on this role. I'm ready to experience what this character's experiencing. Cause that's really what it is. That's what acting is. It's experiencing what the character is experiencing. You're playing pretend, you know? Yeah. You're that right. Whole process in itself. Yeah. It's the truth. Absolutely. No. And, and I, I, and I guess, yeah, you're absolutely right. If I'm being honest with you, acting isn't something that I personally, I'm interested in. I like writing and, directing but i have such an admiration for people who do act because you're literally you're literally putting the face to the words you are literally being the physical embodiment of those words and i and i think that that's i think that's an incredible trait and even a strain even if you will because you know because there are some tough characters there are some wild characters that you probably have to play and what are and with that being said what are some type of characters that you would like to play what's a character that you haven't been able to play yet that you would love to Man, a character that I would love to play. I've been telling myself this for a while, okay? Because, because if you, if you like, you guys, if you know me, you know I'm a really humble person. Uh, I try to be as good as I can to the world, to other people, very respectful. So something that I want to challenge myself with is taking on like the complete opposite of that, which would be the bad boy, the rule breaker, someone who doesn't really give a crap about anything that's going on you know what i'm saying and i don't know i always see myself and i'm like 
ah, I could play that bad boy. I could see myself doing that. You know, if I, if I can, oh, it's just, it's, it's invigorating, you know, to be somebody that I'm not, to try to do the exact opposite of who I am. So, but I have to tell you, Jonathan, I've been staring at your dad hat and I just, I am with your dad hat. <laughs> call me dad, call me daddy, as long as you call me, right? We can't talk to you. <laughs> And so does most of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> and Eleni, what are you, um, what's your response on that? Literally the same thing Brendan said. I love playing the opposite of who I am in life. It's like, because I always try to be a kind person. I don't ever obviously want to be mean. There's no need for that. So the most fun characters for me are the witch or the mean girl or the bad one or the one that gets to do crazy things or the slut or the this or the that just like you know like the just like crazy out there weird characters that you know are the out of the box characters right yeah the ones that 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 pull out all the stops yes yes oh my god i love that and the process of yeah it's so much fun for sure i definitely know a few witches in my life that i wonder (laughs) if they're playing characters they were acting the whole time. I agree with what you guys are saying. Like when when it comes to me, like I I truly like like being a character that's like on the like on the edge of society, like just about to like like not comp- hasn't lost his his marbles already, but like about to lose. Like he's like like right there. Like someone sneezes on him, and this guy just oh, like you know what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> just wanna, like oh my god, you know what I'm saying like. I love that. I love that. Even in, in some of the stuff that we're working on now, there's two pieces where I'm writing, I'm working on creating a character where he's like out there. I like, doesn't know who he is, all this crazy stuff. Right. And then in me and Raul are writing another project where it's a bunch of obscure characters, a bunch of just crazy characters. I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's, that's us like, just like reflecting our craziness out into <laughs> our art. You know, I could definitely, I could definitely <laughs> agree with that thing, especially the first one, which is basically just going to be about one character figuring it figuring out how he got to that point so i'm very i'm very excited to go through that experience and isn't it cool guys to like be able to like you like your emotions be able to like get your emotions whatever triggers your emotions and like create something with it especially with acting or specifically with film because i think it's it's one of the coolest things in the world when we started working on the first um little film yeah. where i was literally like dude i have all this sadness and all this anger and then i was like hey let's go record it and I'm like, yes, yeah, Sad Boy Productions. Let's sad, go. I'm sad. super down. And that's with a Z, by the way. Yeah. And, and then granted that when we first started something, Vine, it was very like, I was my mindset was comedy, comedy, comedy. But, you know, granted, there's some tough times and, you know, everybody goes through their things, you know. Everybody, mm-hmm. everybody goes through the little rough path. For me right now, I, my writing is reflected with what's going on in my mind, you know, and what's going on in the world, which is just a lot of. Ah, you know, like a lot of that, you know, a lot of like, geez. Oh, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you know? why do you think my shirts are so colorful? Yeah. Gotta brighten up my day <laughs> Straight up, you know, so. <laughs> Absolutely. I think it's really cool that you could, you could use your emotions to create something. You know, I think it's yeah. awesome. I, I think it's great. And, it, and it's been new for me, especially Jay has some experience, like we've said before. So it's just been so interesting going through those, going through those motions, seeing, all right, how do we want to say this? How do we want to tone this? And, and, and the little, minute details that you don't consider when watching a movie or anything like that you don't consider oh man i wonder if it was raining that day or if like that's natural lighting or something things that we have conversations about now which is very which is very interesting and that's what we're doing throughout 
this pandemic. So what are you guys doing? Uh, and what are you doing throughout to like, in the sense of like perfecting your craft and acting and writing or anything? What Sharpen you your skills. Yeah. Um, basically doing everything I need to do in every aspect to just like protect the work, I guess, just working out. Um, because you know, you have to, as an actor, that's just, you know, your body is your, um, your business, I guess, in a way. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, vocal coaching, because I do love theater and I love musicals. That's like, oh, my love. Um, dancing as much as I can. Classes stopped for a while, but, you know, some of them opened up in a safe way. So I do try to go to those every now and then. Um, just trying to keep my mind running in a creative way. So writing stuff, whether it's scripts or sketch stuff or um, songs. Uh, painting because I feel like that just helps you know the mind of a creative too um, and just things like that just uh, trying to find um, monologues for auditions because uh, that, that's just so important too and and practicing the monologues or practicing doing self tapes and um, doing duets with friends which is something really fun I have this one specific friend who loves to practice doing duets so we'll get on a, on a zoom call or a video chat and just practice a specific scene so we can you know perfect it or do it later on at some point and you know it's fun and it's, it helps you in a way so I do that what about you Brandon man like what Eleni said that that first part about you know training your mind and your body because we are the product right that we're, that's what we're bringing to the table is us mm -hmm. so and that's what i've been doing i've been exercising every day <laughs> you know having to shake off this quarantine weight and the you know oh my god that's something i've been doing but something more specific okay and i haven't i don't i don't know if anyone else knows this because i've just been doing it like on my own uh it's so specific i've been practicing my accents like my my dialects yeah because you know because it's so much fun oh my god it's so much fun because you know that's something that could become useful i mean imagine yeah. imagine you go to an audition they're like hey can do you know how to do like a french accent or a british accent You'd be like maybe uh, well of course yeah. darling of course i can do that it's not it's not quite hard to really? to get it out there you oh know god, and yes. it's oh my god that i'll be laying in bed sometimes at night and i'll be like well, maybe, maybe I can speak a little French, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, oh, a, it's not so hard. It, it's not so hard, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I, I impress myself all the time. I mean, it's just so, it's quite lovely. Quite lovely indeed. <laughs> it really is. It's really lovely. I love she, it. Oh, she knows it. You see that? Really? You think <laughs> like, I do? Uh, I really don't. Would never, really would do. never doubt it. Not in my life. Never. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, I am you best living. get on out of here before your legs carry you. I'm living. <laughs> I am living for this. <laughs> it's funny because I watch Peaky Blinders and when, when I watch Peaky Blinders, I just like, I'll hear something that I like that rolls off the tongue and I'll just repeat it. Like I'll literally tune out the whole episode and just, you know, oi, you best get on out of here before your legs carry you. And, I'm, and I, the, I'll finish the whole episode. And I'm like, I didn't learn anything, but I did learn this. <laughs> <laughs> if there's anything I took away, it's, oh, you better get going before your legs scare you. Yeah. That's not even from Peaky Blinders. I want to say that's Brad Pitt, like in some Irish movie. <laughs> Snatch, I believe. Irish movie. <laughs> 2000 by Guy Ritchie. I'm not showing off. You're showing off. Yeah, right. Have you guys, uh, have you guys seen anything that's really uh, blown you away throughout this uh, in, in recent times? And, you know. the, the pandemic times, if you will. Uh, not 
Not during the pandemic times, but shortly before the pandemic times, Joker was absolutely. But I, it doesn't get any easier watching it a second and third time. I'm telling you that yeah. much. It, I get chills. I'm getting chills right now just thinking about that masterpiece of a film. Like just everything about it, the acting, the music, the, the cinematography. It's just oh my god! I just want to like beautiful. The cinematography was beautiful, dude. So Can inspiring. I ask you something, Brandon? Now that you're talking about Joker and like when a movie really just like inspires you in that way, do you do this? Because I do this, and the Joker was the same thing for me i get goosebumps even thinking about it do you spend like a week or two just like looking up interviews and like behind the scenes and like all the stuff on youtube just like everything the process behind why he did everything as an actor and like why the filmmakers did this or that i just i get so in you know oh my god that that gives us that gives us as you know up-and-coming actors inspiration Mm -hmm. of how to like hone our own craft you know what i'm saying like we can we can do whatever he said he's like oh you know i had to do this with my weight or i had to do this with my voice or this with yes. my training it i want to do that too <laughs> now you, know? you know yeah oh my god that is it's rewarding when you see older actors like experienced actors like joaquin yeah. phoenix who did the joker you know it's like it, when they share their experiences mm-hmm. oh my god the best it's a little free class yeah, right it's like a free little uh, workshop <laughs> a shout out to Joaquin Phoenix. Weren't you just talking to him a couple days ago, Raul? Talking about that was that that secret issue stuff that oh, we can't right. talk about. Sorry. It's part of my it's confidential information. I need to know. Highly confidential, but no, I I I definitely agree with you. Even from an acting standpoint, just from a filmmaking standpoint, um, for uh, Joker, they only had a fifty million dollar budget, which for at that point is nothing. That's for, for a superhero film is nothing compared to the two. Avengers movies combined took 500 million to make. Oh, by our other friends, the Russo brothers. Oh, yeah. Vacations in Ibiza. We're not friends. We're family. There's a difference. You wouldn't know. There you go. Oh. You're not not an honorary Avenger. I'm just a side piece. (laughs) Guys, so we got to start wrapping up this show. We're hitting the hour. Um, One more question before we get... No, two more questions. Really fast. Um, Brandon, TV or movies? One's got to go. Which one goes? Oh! Quick. I would say I would say TV only because movies have been around longer and they honestly uh, they they've sustained the test of time. Okay, you know? awesome. That was yeah. great. Go, go Jay. Lenny, go. Go, 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 go. TV or movies? Go. I say I say TV because we are in the age of television right now. Wow, wow. awesome. I okay. I okay, go. I got dogs go. or cats? Dogs. Why? Cats. No, dogs no, no. Be- no, no. Don't, they, don't present don't they, they present every single emotion because they present they present every single emotion and imagine you know a cat okay. will just stare at you like what i agree with you i agree with you i agree yeah. with you completely i like dogs but cats are really trippy too i like them a lot all right ready last <laughs> one pizza or tacos one's gotta go pizza, on, pizza. pizza. pizza oh. no question I, I choose tacos i choose tv i choose cats there we go yeah awesome let's do it awesome then all I right guys pizza tacos brandon, brandon what do you see yourself in 10 years go yeah uh, in the middle of a union and, uh, you know, auditioning for high profile films, high profile television series, Netflix, if that's still around, Amazon Prime, all of it, 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 Netflix is going to ruin the world by then, you're crazy. All of it, 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 all of it. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, Eleni, go. What do you see yourself? 10 years. Let's go. Come on. The same thing, just working on a lot of projects and acting and, and only working off of that and being able to sustain my Yo, life let, let, let's get in a project together Eleni. yeah let's oh do God. it we're gonna do it let's do it let's do it this is something divine this is something divine this is something divine
The views and opinions expressed on knowledge, nonsense, and reasoning are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.